Welcome to the Making Meaningful Income podcast, where a job is not just a job, where we refuse to settle for mediocrity, and where you're just one thought away from creating an extraordinary life. Only you can decide what's possible, but you've got to be willing to do what it takes. Find out what your life could be with your host, Andrew Cipriano. Good morning, or whatever time it is for you. Hello. Um, It is Sunday here in Michigan. It is January 22nd when I'm recording this podcast, and I woke up today. It's very dry in my apartment. Um, I don't pay for the heat here. I live in a one-bedroom, and I like to just pump it right up. I love it when it's warm, and I woke up, and it had snowed last night. So I literally woke up. The first thing I saw was this really beautiful like snow-covered forest. I got the apartment with the nice forest view. And it was really warm, so I got like the best of both worlds where I could see the beauty, but I also wasn't cold whatsoever. It was such a beautiful way to wake up. And as you can tell, I'm a little bit stuffed up. My heat has been on. I don't have a humidifier, and I'm just going to power through because I'm not going to buy a humidifier. It's like one and a half more months where it's going to be cold and dry, and then I'll get over it. So um, I woke up this morning, and the first thing I did, it was Sunday morning, so I'm like, I shouldn't just jump on my phone. Like I should do something that's going to like sustain this peaceful feeling in my body, like a good way to start the day. So I grabbed the book off my bedstand. It was called Loving What Is by Byron Katie, and I'm going to put the, the link in the show notes. But if you don't know who Byron Katie is, she is a woman who woke up one day after um, living in a halfway house to escape her family and all the suffering of her life. She woke up pretty much completely enlightened. And she has this thing called the work now. And the work is actually a style of coaching I use. I incorporate it into my clients' um, sessions sometimes. But she pretty much asks four questions. And she has you do a turnaround. And the whole point of it is to bring you back to the present moment and realize that all of your suffering comes from your thinking. And if you've never heard of the work, you might be a little bit skeptical. Of course, that makes sense. I was as well. But I was applying the work this morning. I was reading about it. And I spent about 30 minutes reading about how Holocaust survivors had applied the work in their own life and how they could just be sitting in the moment and be present and peaceful. Whereas like for the last 50 years, they were tortured by these memories and by these thoughts, um, you know, that involved the war. And sorry guys about my voice. I'm really going to power through. It's just going to get a little bit raspy. We're going to go for it. So as I was doing that, I put down the work, the book. I was like, okay, I read for a while. I'm kind of bored of it. And I picked up my phone. I'm like, okay, I can get my phone for a second. I opened up my phone. I spent like two minutes on TikTok, which is probably a mistake. And um, like the video that made me feel horrible that I had thoughts about was, I saw this guy, he was like, it was his whole story in pictures. And it was like, I was 18 and I was broke and I did sales. And I told my mama I was always going to be rich. And then like at the end of it, he's like, now I make a million dollars a month in drop shipping. And like he did his whole story. And I felt this really bad, horrible, like pit of just heaviness in my stomach. And it was like guilt and dread and shame. And I realized that I was comparing myself to this person. And I carried that with me for all of about 30 seconds before I like clicked into the awareness of like, okay, what am I doing? I literally just read about being present in the moment and about managing your thoughts. And I'm a life coach and I've just spent the last 30 seconds not doing any of that. (laughs) So I'm like making coffee. I'm like, I need to write out just a really quick intro for this podcast. And this is what I'm going to do it on today is comparison um, because I'm so living in that moment right now. So it took me like all about five minutes to write out the outline and it's beautiful. And I'm so excited to share with you what I have. And I think it's really important to understand that comparison isn't necessarily a bad thing, but we use it against ourselves so often. And truly when we're comparing ourselves to apples and oranges, it only leads to unnecessary suffering, which is the worst kind of suffering. It really is because you don't actually gain anything from unnecessary suffering. It just holds you back and makes you feel bad about yourself. And then you beat yourself up for feeling bad about yourself. So it's this whole spiral and it's just something that completely can be avoided if we are managing our thoughts about how we compare ourselves in general in life. So let's talk about it today. I'm excited. I'm going to pause it for one second to get a drink of water, and then we're going to go for it.
All right. So the whole thesis of this podcast, and I'm sure you've heard it before, if you've ever heard about comparison and any insight on comparison is compare yourself to who you were, if you're ever going to compare yourself to somebody, not to anybody else, right? Because we're on our own journey. And I know that's like, oh, that's cliche, whatever. That's not helpful. But let me show you actually how to do that. Because everyone's like, no, just compare yourself to like who you were yesterday. And they don't really tell you how to do it. So it's not very practical. So here's what I recommend. Whenever you find yourself comparing yourself to anyone, you know, if you haven't done this process before, like take five to 10 minutes and just write out how you were last year compared to who you are now. Compare yourself to who you were a year ago and actually do this. And here's what mine looks like. And I, I really want you guys like to actually do this because this isn't just like a one-time exercise. You're going to be able to use this for like the entire year to avoid comparing yourself to other people. It's going to come in handy so much. And it's really only going to take you five to 10 minutes. And once you start writing this list, you're going to be like, holy crap, like, what am I doing? I don't care about anyone else's journey now. Look at mine, how it's warped. So this is my list from last year. So it is January 22nd from January 22nd last year. Here is how I, my life has changed and how I've become a new person. So I've been nicotine free for this entire year. That's the longest I've ever gone without nicotine in my adult life. I go to the gym five days a week now and I go at 545, like pretty much every weekday morning, which is like shocking. And I do that consistently, by the way, which that used to be so hard for me just to go to the gym at all, let alone get up and make it a priority the first thing of my day. Um, I no longer have a job I hate. So I'm no longer a W-2 employee. I actually own a business and I have clients who love me, who I love, whose lives are changing. Like we're getting each other results and it's amazing. And I just love it. So that's a huge one, by the way, that one's like just one sentence on my list. I own a business, but I don't think you understand how big of a jump that's actually taken in my life and how much that's changed my life in a year. Um, I have a consistent podcast. I'm actually working with two right now, helping people get off nicotine as kind of a side project. I have a four-year degree. Oh yeah, I completed my degree last year. I completely forgot about that. When I was writing this list, I had to like pencil it in after I printed the sheet. Um, yeah, I have a psych degree, which I completely forgot. Last year in January, I still had like four months left to do for that and a bunch of other work to complete it. I'm a double certified life coach. Uh, oh my gosh, I literally completed six months certification. It's amazing. That was difficult and a lot of work and I am certified uh, now. I have... Oh, extra. Oh, all the extra cash that I've had in a year and a half, but I'll say since last year, like literally any extra money I've invested in myself, either in coaching or in tools or in my business, like every single penny that I've had that has been extra that hasn't gone to like food or just immediate expenses has literally gone to investing in myself, which is shocking. Like it would have gone to nicotine and alcohol before. And some of it still has gone to alcohol. Admit, Like I've still had nights where I buy junk food and drink and stuff, but not nearly on the level that I was. So that's amazing. Emotionally, I wrote emotionally, I'm a powerhouse, which is so true. Like I have, since I've become a life coach and gotten my business started, I, my entire world is different. I'm still a mess sometimes. Like it's a lot of stress, but I'm putting myself into voluntary discomfort as opposed to just having no way to like before I was just living the daily struggles of life in a small life and I still couldn't tolerate it. Now it's like, oh my God, I'm living the life I want. And I'm tolerating it. And it's a lot like I'm doing big goals and I'm actually going after them before I couldn't even set a big goal for myself and achieve it. I couldn't even handle the stress of just not setting big goals at all. But now it's like I'm doing the complete opposite and I'm, I'm actually surviving. My mental health has gotten so good since I've started doing thought work and since I've started coaching and since, since I've become a coach and started using these tools. It's just like, wow. Um, oh my gosh, I'm content without a partner. I don't think you understand how big that one is for me. I have spent my entire adult life under the whole Disney fairy tale thing with like waiting for my prince to come to save me. Like I know that I'd, I never would have explicitly said that, but I was waiting for that. I'm like, oh, I need a relationship to be happy. And now I'm like, genuinely, I would like a relationship. So I'm still actively pursuing one kind of, but I'm not pursuing it with the intention of it making me happy. It's like, I would like it, 
I would like to have someone else in my life that I like being around that I can help support and whatever. But without it, I'm completely fine. And also, guys, I think that's the mindset that you're going to find a relationship with, by the way. Just going to say, not the desperate I need, but like the I'm content without. Um, I'm sober 22 days, so I stopped drinking alcohol at the beginning of the year. That was like, I know, you guys are like, oh, resolutions, but that is my only resolution. And I just figured, hey, I might as well throw something else on the list that I can do. Why not quit drinking for a little while? So that's been fine. It's really been easy. (laughs) I'm actually feeling better without alcohol, and it's been like no significant shift in my life to do that change. I've read like 25, yeah, in the last... Uh, year, I've read like a ton of self-help books and business books. I have an entire bookshelf behind me and they're all pretty much read through and it's amazing. And I've learned so much. Um, and I spend my time at night doing that. So like I will give myself like an hour ish throughout the day to be on my phone. And then I just read at night now, like, and I enjoy doing it. I'm learning at night and I enjoy it. So, um, I've coach friends, I have mentors. I maintain better, better relationships with my actual like existing friends and my family, like all of my relationships have gotten better. And I have people in my industry now, I have an industry (laughs) of people that I can turn to that are helping me, that are supporting me. And it's amazing. And I'm taking responsibility for those relationships and making sure that I'm being an emotional adult with them, right? And not blaming them or getting upset or ever like, you know, blaming them for how I'm feeling. I'm not scared to talk about what I want and I'm actually going after it. Yeah. So those are just the list. You guys, I put that together within like five minutes. It just poured right out of me. And I will tell you, after the first one, the nicotine free for more than a year, after that one poured out, um, I completely forgot about comparing myself to somebody else. And now that I look at that same TikTok, I can look at it and go, why am I, there's no negative emotion, right? My thoughts have changed. It's no longer, oh, what was me? I should be a millionaire. It's holy crap. Look at what I'm, what the path that I'm on and how much I progressed in the last year. I don't care what, what anybody else's path is. I know that I'm on the right one and I feel so much certainty and confidence and just security in this moment and really peace. I guess that's the word is peace in this moment, knowing that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be and that I'm taking huge steps forward in my own life. Like who cares about anybody else's life? And I just want to offer to like the dropship guy. Yes, he's in a different industry. So I want you to see my own industry so that you can go, well, wait a minute, but this person's like on the same life path as me. So I should compare myself to them. It's like, no, you shouldn't. I wrote down three people that I could compare myself to in my industry. One of them is my really good friend. I don't want to say his name, but he's amazing. And he's doing very well in the coaching industry, but I know him personally. So I want to throw that on there. Um, the, the other one is Brooke Castillo, the one who did the life coach school. And then Tony Robbins. We all know Tony Robbins. Or even like Byron Katie. I could compare myself to anyone else's journey and feel really bad about myself. But there's no point in doing that. And the way that I was able to even get to the point I'm at now is just by small incremental steps forward. Like any one of those things on that list, like going to the gym, getting a degree, um, certification, getting out of my job, starting a business, being sober, like every one of those is decisions I've made over and over, over time. Like I remember a time in my life where it was a struggle for me to even go to the gym, like after school, I couldn't even go to school sober. I would have to like vape literally in class, not pay attention, blame everybody else for my situation and my circumstances in my life, not go to the gym, eat crap. Oh yeah, by the way, I eat better now. Like I allow myself one day a week where I can just kind of like spend the night eating whatever meal I want. And that's been fine. That's like enough for me. But every one of these things on this list, at some point or another, I've had difficulty just learning how to do that. And now I'm doing all of these things. And my life isn't like amazing right now. You know, there's still 50% negative and 50% positive. I'm putting myself into a lot of uncomfortable situations. I'm learning how to make money in a business and actually hold on to money as opposed to like spending it, you know? So everything's exactly 50% negative and 50% positive still. But my life has changed so much in the last year just by taking incremental steps forward. And I look back on the person that I was and I almost don't even recognize him. 
like I, and I mean that not like in a cliche, but like, it's amazing what one year of small steps forward every single day can do. And don't look at my list and compare yourself, by the way, do not use my list against you. Pick one thing that you want from your own like internal desire to do in your life. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's health related, business related, job related, like travel related, I don't care. Pick it, take small incremental steps on it forward. And then you can pick the next thing once you've achieved that thing. And that's how you build these big changes in your life. All right. So I want to say it again, make this list for yourself. Take five to 10 minutes. Like it will, the, the amount of feeling better this list will allow you without any real investment in time or energy or money is insane. Take five to 10 minutes to write out where you were last year and where you are this year. And this is not to beat yourself up. I could have also created this list and looked back at my goals for last year and beat myself up for all the ones I didn't hit. But that's not what this is for, right? Because remember, your thoughts create your emotions, which lead to your actions. If you're beating yourself up, guilt and shame lead to actions that create more guilt and shame. So never a good idea. What you want to do is just write out all the things that you have done that you can like cheer yourself on for. And yes, you can still have things on there that you want to improve, but you don't look at it from a lens of beating yourself up. You look at it from a lens of what did I do this year that didn't work so that I can try to do it differently next year. And a lot of the times too, when we write goals for ourselves, we're doing it with a completely unrealistic time frame. Like you can pretty much achieve anything you want in this life. But when you say you have to lose 60 pounds in 40 days and then you don't hit it and you beat yourself up, like that's not an error in your action or who you could become or your effort. It's an error in your time frame, right? So I just want to offer like make sure that you, when you're doing things like this or making goals that you're not setting yourself up to fail. One of the examples I have is, um, I was talking to my friend and he said he knew someone who had a, a ridiculously large financial goal for their first year in business. And it was like, I mean, ridiculously large. I'm a life coach. I believe that you can make anything happen, but for the amount that he was at and where he was at as a person, he was setting himself up to be able to like completely just beat himself up. There was no way that the path he was on was ever going to achieve that goal unless he won the lottery, right? Or something miraculous happened. Like he was setting himself up for failure. You know people like this, right? Like, oh, I'm going to start um, my dropshipping business. I'm going to hit a million dollars in my first month. You know what I mean? Like, yes, you can make a lot of money in dropshipping, but you have to set up the foundation. Like, <laughs> you know, so don't do that because it's just going to hurt you and there's no reason. Like set realistic goals for yourself. And when you're making this list of comparison, like pick out the things that have actually improved and then make a note of things that haven't improved and how you could actually try them differently so they can improve. So this is it. Compare yourself to other people, always a losing game. And if you want to compare yourself to other people in your industry or whatever you're doing or in, with the body that you, that you want, you do it from a lens of inspiration. You think to yourself, wow, that's possible for them. It must be possible for me. Not look at their body mind so gross, but you can look at them and go, oh my gosh, cool. That's awesome that they have that. I want to go talk to them and learn from them because I'm inspired by them. I, and the reason that you're feeling inspired is because you know it's possible for you right? As opposed to feeling dread and shame and guilt that you're like, Oh God, I'm never going to get that. That's just, I need to go eat more food because I feel bad about myself. You know, your, your thoughts are always creating your results. So make sure that you choose your thoughts intelligently. All right. And the last thing I want to say is that this podcast is based on the idea that living an extraordinary life is just literally one thought away. And once you come home to the truth of where you're at right now in the present moment, you realize that you've been living an extraordinary life all along. The only thing that makes you think you haven't is a thought that you haven't investigated. So remember, this is your journey. Like literally, I like to think about it as nobody else has a license to drive down your road. Only you have that license. Just like you don't have a license to drive down anyone else's road. So when you enter other people's lanes, all you're going to do is suffer. 
So your only job on your road is to make sure that your car is in drive, not in neutral, not in reverse, and keep your eyes on what's directly in front of you. Because when you're the only one on your own road, you don't need to check your blind spots. You don't need to check your side mirrors. You don't need to check your rear view. You're not backing up. You're only going forward. And when you need to get gas, you can still pull over and you can talk to other people who've been on their own roads and talk about stories and the challenges you face and what they face and maybe how they've overcome similar issues. And then you can get right back on your road with more knowledge and more inspiration to keep moving forward without having to compare yourself to anybody else's road because you know that the twist that you hit that doesn't exist on someone else's road. So even if they had a solution or problem or even if they're a million dollars a year ahead of you, maybe they didn't have that obstacle. And maybe the obstacle that you had to go through taught you something that they didn't learn, that you could actually learn to use as an advantage. But you'll never know that when you're in your own head comparing yourself from a place of shame, guilt, victimization, and disempowerment, you know? And it's so easy to fall into it, so we got to catch ourselves. Make this list. It's a super simple exercise, and you can just print it out and have it with you all year long. And when you want to jump onto somebody else's road, you can just grab your list, steer your car back onto the right direction, and make sure that you're still in drive, not reverse. And it's really just a beautiful thing. When we're actually paying attention to our own path forward, answers will start revealing themselves and they might actually be answers that other people couldn't give you because you're on a completely different path. And when you actually take the time to do that and be appreciative and look at the scenery and learn from it, and you're staring in front of you instead of to the left, you won't hit the deer when it walks out in front of you. And you'll learn something from that experience. But if you're busy staring to the person to the left of you and you hit the deer, you're probably not going to learn and you're going to fall into a victim trap because the person to the left of you didn't hit the deer because they were looking forward and you were looking in the wrong direction. <laughs> so enjoy the road. Enjoy your journey. Compare yourself to people, but only from a lens of inspiration, not victimization. And you're going to have such a beautiful path. It's going to go exactly as it's supposed to. You're going to stumble forward. Like you're not always just going to be on a direct clean path and that's okay. And guess what? You're going to learn so much from the times when the path isn't clean. But it's still your path and you need to figure out how to navigate it yourself. You know, one of my one of my friend coaches, it was so beautiful. She had been going through a rough time. And she said, the way out of suffering, Andrew, it's just gratitude. When you whenever you catch yourself in a, a low or comparing or whatever, suffering or shame, just find something to be grateful for. And that's the key out of the door of suffering. So beautiful how she said that. She's an amazing coach and a great friend. So have a beautiful day, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I will see you around. What's up, guys? I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you are ready to take all this information to the next level and apply it, I want to invite you to a one-on-one consult with me where we can talk about putting a plan together to help you make meaningful income. Coaching is often the missing link that helps you go from dreaming to taking action. Thanks, guys. I'll see you next week.